Your shelf or mine, where timeless questions are answered. If you have a cold hot pocket, is it just a pocket? If croutons are stale bread, why are they kept in airtight packages? A local podcast dedicated to entertainment and never following the plan. From the well-read minds of the Longview Public Library, your shelf or mine. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of Your Shelf or Mine. I am Becky Standle, Youth Services Specialist at the Longview Public Library. And I am Elizabeth Partridge, Adult Services Librarian at the very same library. Yay, Longview Public Library. Woohoo! <laughs> Hi, Becky. Hi. What are you doing? I am good. <laughs> I said. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, what's going on? Well, um, I'm really excited about this last minute program that we've added for our little friends at the library. And what is that? On December 31st, which is Monday, um, a Monday, we are having a happy noon year party that's adorable. Yeah. So it's designed for toddlers and preschoolers and their families to come. And we're going to make like party hats and little noisemakers and dance and do a countdown to noon. Are you going to have sparkling cider? Sparkling cider Ooh, and cupcakes. How fun. Yeah. It's going to be really cute. <laughs> so then they won't have to complain about not being able to stay up till midnight because they already had their really special party. Excellent. And I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to have a balloon drop. Oh. So when we count down to noon, when you pull like a string and then the balloons fall down. How fun. Yeah. That'll be exceptional. So that starts at 1130 on New Year's Eve, December 31st. And cool. it'll be about an hour. That's awesome. What a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd seen um, other places do it. Some libraries, but a lot of like children's museums. Oh, yeah. Um, do events like that. So, And then last year, New Year's Eve was on a Sunday. So oh. um, it wasn't a possibility thing we could do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fun. I remember when the kids would try to stay up until midnight. It's hilarious. <laughs> it doesn't work. But they don't want to miss out. No, not at all. Supposed to be good things that happen at twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now it will. Yeah. Right at twelve. Right at twelve. Noon. <laughs> Happy Noon Year. <laughs> I'm gonna come because I don't want to stay up till midnight either. <laughs> I did not stay up till midnight last year. <laughs> we did barely, just barely. The neighbors around us were shooting off fireworks. I though. definitely woke up at midnight. <laughs> the dogs were like, "Ooh, <laughs> like it's okay." Your your warning system. <laughs> Fun. Well, upstairs we don't have anything until January. Cool. But then we jump right in. So we do have um, the continuation from our NaNoWriMo adventure of our self-publishing panel, which you'll have two opportunities on January 8th, one at three or one at six, to talk with local authors who have actually self-published. So you can get some tips and um, basic information on what you do. Cool. Yeah. Um, and Jacob and I just talked yesterday to Alan Rose. From WordFest. From WordFest. And he's going to um, try to schedule the two of us and Vicky, who all participated um, in NaNoWriMo. She finished and Jacob and I did not finish. <laughs> um, but to go on WordFest on KLTV and talk about our experiences with it. So I think that'll be fun. That will be fun. That will be um, interesting to... Um, hear what you guys say about why you didn't finish. <laughs> Start thinking now. I mean, I, I know why I didn't finish. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll wait. We'll wait till but, the actual yeah, show. I'll you tell can you tell later. us then. <laughs> yeah. So in keeping with the whole book theme, um, there is a big uh, opportunity coming in, next year. Uh, and it's kind of a combination foundation of the library and library programming and the foundation is sponsoring a program called art speaks volumes yeah and it's going to be uh a um announced a lot more in the coming year but for anybody who is interested you can make an altered book for auction as a fundraiser for the library foundation and that will support programs at the library 
Um, but in January, to get everybody started, we're offering two workshops, mostly informational and gathering materials, uh, about how do you make an altered book. And so those are going to be on the 19th of January, and they're holding two of them that day as well. So you can sign up for one of them, whichever is most convenient. Come in, look at the different books that uh, have been made in the past, and talk with Susan Sapola, our local artist helper, to make your own book. Did she, um, did she teach the class that you had a couple years ago? She did. Cool. She did indeed, and we still have Mod Podge left from that class. <laughs> We're good in glue. <laughs> um, so there'll be like a date to submit yours and then a date of an auction? Right. So those are all things that you'll learn about later. They um, have scheduled the classes for now to get you started, mm -hmm. and you don't have to participate in the auction. The classes are open to anyone. Anybody can participate, but if you choose to, you can make your work of art um, from a book and submit it as a, a an auction piece that's going to help fund programs at the library. So, and during the class and then in March again, they will go over the different rules for participating in Art Speaks volumes. Um, is that open to staff? I don't actually think that there is any reason why you couldn't participate as staff okay. because it's a foundation fundraiser. So And there's not like a winner. Right. That, yeah. Okay. No, it's an auction. All right. I'll think about that. Yeah, do that. Um, the 19th of January is also our first SCORE seminar of the year. And so the small business seminar for that one is the gig, Surviving the Gig Economy. And it was super popular last year, and everybody who attended felt that they learned quite a bit about how to get themselves set up as independent contractors and any liability issues and licensing, et cetera, um, they were able to cover during that class. So uh, if you're interested in learning more about that, you can always sign up at vancouver.score.org <laughs> or call us at the library, 360-442-5300, and get signed up. That's a Saturday? It is a Saturday. It starts at okay. 10 a.m. Woo. Yeah. That's just the first two and a half weeks of January. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we will have our story time scheduled very soon. Um, I also have some fun news that's um, about me. What about you? Me. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got the news earlier this week that I have been... Um, selected to be on the great graphic novels for teens Ooh. blogging team for yalsa which is the young adult library services association yay becky yeah so i'm really yeah. excited that term <laughs> is like a year starting on january 1st fantastic yeah. that's wonderful i'm really excited yay <laughs> it'll be fun um, we also found out recently that elizabeth and i will be um, presenting at the wla ola joint conference in um vancouver in vancouver in march sounds about right <laughs> it's early this year so so i got a lot of um association stuff happening there. right good for us well you know you sign up for these things and you forget you signed up so. well and it's also so like with great graphic novels that was like recommended to me they're like oh they they need more people and so i was like cool that sounds great mm -hmm. and then i applied and then i'm like so now what do i have to do <laughs> I'm Guess willing, I'm doing that. Yeah, I'm willing to figure it out. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So the conference is actually in April, okay. April 17th through the 20th. But that's kind of nice for us because everybody on staff will be able to attend at least one day because it's right down the road. So what's been happening um, at the library? Oh, my gosh. Tell us. Oh, my gosh. So if you haven't been following, we have had a significant budget challenge over the last two months, we thought we were going to face a 25% budget cut, and they lowered it to 11.4%, uh, and it was voted on last night at the city council meeting, so we are um, going to have an 11.4% budget, budget cut, which means we are having some serious changes at the library when the new year starts. Um, we still aren't clear on exactly what the ramifications are other than that we know we will lose two employees. So 
We don't know how that looks yet. Yeah. We're in a bit of a transition, let's put it that way. And, and we have a lot of talking that we need to do internally to figure out how we're going to pick this up. Yeah. People have been really supportive of the library through this, and it's been really great. Um, another thing I want to say is that people have been really patient with us saying like, oh, we don't have anything scheduled yet. We're waiting to see what's going to happen. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's really nice to know that you're there. Yeah. Even when we don't know what we're doing yeah. right now. <laughs> so it's that's really encouraging for us to, to, to know that you guys appreciate what we're doing, even when there's a, a bit of a stumble. Right. So... But um, budget challenges aside, there are all kinds of things that are going to be happening after the first of the year that are going to be significant changes in terms of not necessarily programming, but priorities and, and what the library is actually striving to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to ask for a lot of community participation and discussion. So if you feel so inclined, go ahead and let us know that you'd like to be part of a community discussion on the library and who we are and what we do mm-hmm. and what our priorities should exactly be. what you want the library to be yeah because that's why we're here right yeah <laughs> but that has been all-encompassing so mm-hmm. it's taken a lot of everybody's energy i think because just the emotional stress behind it has been significant right and I would say that's why I didn't finish Nano. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't think about you know, this right now. Come to think of it, that's why I didn't even start Nano. <laughs> no, no, no. You committed to not starting before oh, this right. happened. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> committed to not doing exactly. something. Exactly. I made that commitment, <laughs> Becky. Come on. <laughs> can't change my mind that's and start right. something when I've already committed that's not right. to. Exactly. God. <laughs> But um, speaking of committing to start something. Speaking of being committed. <laughs> um, do you have more to say or can I move on to this? You. Uh, uh, you you can move on to that. Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> <laughs> this week I finalized our list for the You Can LPL Reading Challenge for 2019. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff on here. And um, I was going to uh, um, ask before we leave today if we can pick the one, the first one we're going to talk about in January. That means we have to read it (laughs) right away. Okay. Uh, Cool. So, um, so this list I have in paper form right now. I haven't handed it out to the rest of the staff. (laughs) So this is like a sneak peek. (laughs) Well, they probably have it by the time this gets uploaded. (laughs) Well, we hope. (laughs) Um, But I'm also currently working on putting everything in Beanstack. So before I run through the list, I want to talk a little bit about what that is. Awesome. So um, there was some confusion last year uh, with the reading challenge because we, so Beanstack is this, the program that we use for the summer reading program. You can visit it year-round, though, at um, longviewlibrary.beanstack.org, or you can um, click on a, a link from our um, library website. Mm-hmm. And when you go in, especially if you go in for the first time and you create an account, it'll show you all of the possible programs that are going on right now that you can sign up for. So what it's going to show you, like if you went today, is if you're a little kid... Um, we have a thousand books before kindergarten that is ongoing. Um, and we have this, you can reading challenge set at 12 and older to kind of make it so that that's not confusing to people. And also this really isn't a, a list that would work very well with younger kids. Right. So in the summer though, it'll show this reading challenge and the summer reading challenge and you can do both or either. And what I'm doing this year is um, each category for the reading challenge has a um, activity badge that you can earn when you do it. And inside that, I'm kind of giving a little bit of guidance for choosing a book. So it's either going to be like a link to a book list or like a definition of the genre I'm talking about, something like that. Mm -hmm. So that will be live at least by January 1st. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you haven't been on Beanstack before, you still have the rest of this month to finish last year's reading You can do it. (laughs) Well, you can just even go back through, like, the list of books that you've read this year. See what you've already read. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking at my old one right now just to see what's going on. 
And it looks like this year, I haven't checked to see how many um, community members have taken and finished the challenge. Um, but I do know that on staff, we have had two people who have finished. Mm-hmm. And at least two who have committed to finishing <laughs> in this next week. Again, some more commitments. <laughs> I'm committed to finishing. Yeah. I still have two books to read. Two. That's easy. No yeah. big deal. <laughs> and I saved I saved one for last because I was like, this is the I saved my chiclet category, knowing that I can just bust it out. Ugh. <laughs> that one, I mean, it took me it's a like long a time to even find a book I would be willing to I read. I know. I think you'll be it's excited terrible. for some of the ones on this list. <laughs> one, the one that I'm really wanting okay, to get out of the way. <laughs> read it from the top. All right. Okay. So, um, and there's 25 books on the list. To finish the challenge, you have to read 24 of those categories. So if there's one where you're like, I'm never going to read that kind <laughs> of a book. That's okay, but you can only do that one time. Right, right. You can only be that upset about yeah. it. It's once. supposed to be a challenge. Okay. Um, an African-based fantasy or science fiction novel. So does that Children of Blood and Bone fit in that category? Yes. Okay, so I'll just save that one for... And I did finish that. I heard it was boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And it's a trilogy, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. What, the frustrating thing is that that was a slow book, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished it, and it's long. Yeah. And then it ends on a cliffhanger, and I do care about what <laughs> happens next. And I was like, invested this. I'm like, oh, might have to read the next one. That's part of it. That's not right. Yeah. So, <laughs> how annoying. <laughs> um, but it does. So that book sold um, its film rates before the book was released, and I kind of think that might be one of those rare situations. Where it will be a better movie. So you're telling me I should wait till the movie comes um, <laughs> Don't read the book because you know the rules. I mean, I'm always going to encourage people to read the book. <laughs> but yeah. um, I think... If it's not as awesome as people said it was, then there were some... I was actually looking up online different... African-based fantasy or sci-fi novels that looked very appealing to me. Mm-hmm. So if this one is a wait till the movie comes out, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I was thinking I was going to read A Caught a Witch. Oh, right. Because that's one that's, that's been out for a while that I haven't read. And that's one that was on that list. Yeah. So maybe um, I'll read that too. Yeah. <laughs> what else was I thinking? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Um, and then this, Second one is a book recommended by a kid, mm-hmm. and that could be like a kid that you know, like um, Elizabeth's kid. Yeah, if you just ask them, they'll recommend things. Um, or just like a you know a kid on TV or a kid that you meet at the library or something. Um, a comic book for adults. We do have now this year, earlier this year, um, a designated like adult graphic novel. Um, section in the library so that'll be a good um, way to encourage people to use that check that out um, a book of short stories which i'm excited about because we talked last time about right. how several of the books this year were short story mm-hmm. books and they were all better than the long books yeah <laughs> so that's in there because of elizabeth's request Woo-hoo! a book with an animal in the title hmm. oh i remember what i was gonna say there is oh red something there's a new like epic fantasy for adults that's coming out that from the guy who wrote a uh, brief history of seven killings that Oh yeah, Daniel was Daniel's telling me been about talking that about book. this Red mm-hmm. Wolf, Red mm-hmm. Wolf something else mm-hmm. um that is being hyped like way in advance um as the African-based uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so you know he'd be very excited. Yeah. <laughs> so that would fit either the the first category or this animal category. Yeah. Red, red wolf, something leopard. Yeah, he brought that up today. It's just slowly That's coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then this next category Daniel came up with. Oh my gosh! Is a book with pirates or robots in it? <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. <laughs> um, a Nebula Award winner. A. You know we need to do like a um. What's that? Oh, and of course it slips my mind. It's another award winner, but it's not Nebula or Caldecott or... What is that science fiction one called? Hugo. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you for Hugo. Mm, that's mystery. No. Yeah. One of them. <laughs> Nebula is science fiction. It's not the one I'm thinking of. What's the one? It's not Hugo. <laughs> what is it? Um. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um, a book about sports. An Amish romance. A book set in Australia or New Zealand. A book with vampires. It is Hugo. It is Hugo. That is what I was thinking oh. of. What's yeah. the mystery one called? Um... Dead air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just edit it out later. Uh, the Edgar. Oh, yes. Yeah. The Edgar. Yeah. Be- Which all makes sense. Yo, Hugo and Edgar. <laughs> Who's Edgar? Alan. Poe. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking of like a last name. Well, it was, a, it was his first. That was his first name. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> Like the Hugo is a last name. I know it was a joke. Quick, gosh, quick gave me such a hard time. Where was I? I don't know. You were on New Zealand. A book set in Australia or New Zealand. <laughs> um, I have so many favorite Australian books. You said that last time. Yeah, they're great. You said you hadn't found one you didn't like. Well, now's your chance. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Oh. <laughs> A uh, book with vampires in it. Why? Um, that was recommended by two different people on staff. Why? They like the vampires. Did they not get enough of Twilight? Um, <laughs> a book with a weather event in the title. Hmm. So, that'll be good. <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> That's not about weather. <laughs> Because it is a weather event. Yeah. (laughs) The book doesn't have to be about a weather event. It just has to have it in the title. Yeah. So there's like um, raining, love, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it could be about the weather. You get to choose. Nice. Um, A choose your own adventure. Speaking of which. (laughs) Choose your own adventure style book. Mm -hmm. So you can um, do the. Uh, choose your own adventure series, mm-hmm. which is probably like a trademark. Mm-hmm. Um, or there are other similar books, some for adults too. Some. Well, you remember my um, memoir? Oh yeah, yeah. You could use that one. Yeah, from Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. So I need to figure out how. Well, um, in Beanstalk, there will be some some help to help you find these. Um, a book with a color in the title be pretty easy didn't we do that one before i don't i don't remember we did a pink like a book with a pink oh cover. maybe that's what it was um a book set in or near your hometown yeah i don't even know where that would be i was thinking um well what i was thinking was for me so mm-hmm. i grew up in ridgefield it's my hometown and the um sunshine girl novels are set in ridgemont which is like a fictionalized basically Ridgefield. Um, and I was like, I think that would count. And I've read the first two in the series, but not the last one. Mm. Uh, a book set in Scandinavia. That's funny. Cause those get on my list every year with yeah. that, that one guy. Um, the tell my mom, my grandmother. Yeah. I haven't even read that one. My grandmother but told me to tell you she's sorry. Exactly that one. It's also the man called Uva. Mm-hmm. That was an excellent story, by the way. Maybe I'll read that one. You should. I also know, like, Jennifer reads a lot of... Um, Nesbo. Scandinavian noir. And so she would have a lot of recommendations mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a book set in college. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't read the Giant Days comics, those are set in college and they're great I sent them all home with probably both of your daughters before. Really? Yeah. Great. They're great. Did you send home a Marvel book? Um, Captain Marvel book? Ms. Marvel book? Oh, probably Ms. Marvel. I don't really like the Captain Marvel ones, but I love Ms. Marvel. Did you send that home? It might have. Okay. Cause Did it, you read it? No, it's sitting on my couch to come back, so somebody has read it. Oh. Yeah. You should read it. It's good. Okay. <laughs> 
so good. Is that a grown-up comic book? Um, I'm we just... can keep going. Okay. A play. I wonder what I'll read for a play. I was thinking that I would read Dear Evan Hansen. Hmm. All the youth are into that play. Are they? Yeah. It's the new Hamilton. The Utes. The Utes. <laughs> There's also a novel, novelized version of it. Hmm. And I know we have the novelized one because I bought it for the teen collection, but I don't know if we have the play. Hmm. I'll just... Um, Maybe I'll read Shrek the Musical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Okay, um, the next one is a book set during a holiday. Mm. That could be any holiday. Mm-hmm. I just read my Western. I finished it this week for mm. this year's challenge. Right. And it was set during Christmas, kind of. Did not have anything to do with Christmas. But it was, it was set at that time. A pretty violent book. Yeah? Yeah. The cover makes it look like it's a nice Christmas story. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> uh, a self-published book. So if you want to come to the um, self-publishing yeah, panel and support some local authors yeah. who self-publish, like that would be really cool. That would be. And there are three authors there that you could just grab their books. Yeah. Um, I went to the Vault Book and Brew in Castle Rock this mm-hmm. last weekend, and they have like a like a section of local authors there. I mean, I think most of those are self-published. Fantastic. Um, oh, and and also you can always go to WordFest. Yeah. Because they have tons of access to mm-hmm. local authors. So, Yeah. A book with a main character who is an immigrant. Okay. A domestic thriller. Hmm. Which, I, um... Does that mean a housewife? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my mind, I think of those as, like, uh, books where a wife murders her husband. Right. That sounds... But I don't right. know that I've actually read any where the wife does murder her husband. But you always kind of think maybe she did. Is Gone Girl a domestic thriller? Yeah, I think Gone Girl is the... Epitome? The catalyst for this being like a gotcha. its own subgenre. Uh-huh. Because people are like, more of this. And publishers answered, there's like a gajillion now. A gajillion. Yeah. but I That's would a long think, list. Um, it is. The Girl on the Train. Oh, you think that one too? Yeah. It's just about like, dom- like crime related to domestic relationships. Okay. So it's like, oh, my... Spoilers? Right. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> um, there's lots of really good, robust domestic thriller lists on the internet. You said robust. <laughs> they are. It's a good word. It's a good word. A book by or about someone who identifies as neurodiverse. And um, are you familiar with that term? I wasn't until I that. saw it on this list. Okay. So... I think most often um, someone who identifies as neurodiverse will be on the autism spectrum, but it also um, covers different kinds of variations. And well, for neurological, neurological issues or yeah, yeah. So even like ADD or mm-hmm. um, something like that would count. Um, a historical novel set in a non-English speaking country. Hmm. When I showed Sandra this list, she was like, "Oh, I already have mine for that." What was it? Um, I don't remember what it was called, oh. but it is a World War II novel about a teenager in Italy. Oh. Yeah. Um, and a book by a journalist or about journalism. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think those are some fun topics. So what, which one are you most excited so, about? I'm not excited about You're this so one. so excited. <laughs> I just want it off the list. So, so um, should I guess? Go which, ahead and guess. I'm guessing it's an Amish romance. You guessed right. <laughs> so there's tons of those. Oh, man. Oh, it's, bazillions. It's, it's a robust genre. It is indeed robust. <laughs> <laughs> there's a plethora. So I am going to say that one needs to go now. Yeah. So All right. when we go back to the library, we can each hit the Amish romance shelf and... Pick we don't, a book. We don't have an Amish romance shelf. If you come to the library and you're looking for that, <laughs> we'll, we can help you find them, but they're not on one shelf altogether. Boy, there's a lot on one shelf. That's for sure. I guess if you're thinking of like like a, like an author that has a bunch, that yeah. those would all be on the same shelf. Right. <laughs> we don't break those up. <laughs> no. This is the mystery section, the science fiction section, the westerns, and the Amish, and the Amish romance. romance. 
It's getting to be that large. It's uh, almost bigger than the Western section. Yeah. Westerns aren't um, published as much as they used to be. No, they aren't. And I, I don't have a problem with that. Well, and I think, too, that um, the idea of Western culture as being different than other genres is different nowadays, too. So you can have somebody who's from a um, stereotypically Western environment who's a detective, and that's a mystery now, not a Western. So Yeah, and just having read my Western, which is not an old one, I think it was published in 2016, mm-hmm. um, it's just like a lot of stuff I'm not really interested in, in reading about, which is, you know, like, um, like the genocide of the Native Americans in the West and like shooting people and like, <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. it's just cheaper to shoot them than it is to put them on trial. Like this came up several times in this book. Um, so or somebody like, was reverting you know, like to old school Women being treated like really violently. Garbage, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm like, who wants to read about this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's, well, and I think that's interesting too, because you have people who identify as Western now, current, who don't, who write with that kind of. It's more of like an aesthetic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Rather than the old school, um, go put your petticoat on. Yeah. Yeah. Guns and horses. Right. Yeah. School marms. Yeah. The book I read was about a Texas ranger. Oh. And he just discriminately killed several people. And it's like, well, he was great. And I'm like, I don't think he's so great. That's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> but it was it was kind of interesting. The book was written by like a historian. And I don't think it, it just like laid a lot out there. I wonder who it was really based on. Yeah. Because historians aren't known for unique storylines. <laughs> Uh, and it was like a, it was well written. It's probably really well researched. There was some stuff in there like that was like just like what research, right? Like a page about the Bowie knife. Like okay, um, just stab him already. <laughs> I get that you really like your knife. <laughs> I know guys like you. <laughs> Wasn't that um, in oh the Revenant? Wasn't there a it. whole? I don't like westerns. <laughs> there was a whole. I read that book except for Lonesome Dove. I like yeah. that. There was a whole section in the Revenant about a guy, his attachment to his weapon of choice. I don't even remember what the weapon was. It was either a gun or a knife, but there was a whole section on it. What western did you read? Uh, I read a. You have my list. I read. No, I don't. I gave it back to you, and you never. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I gave it back to you last time. Oh wait, here it is. <laughs> oh, see, you lying to me. You read. I read a few black something. The Black Rock Coffin Makers, and that was a Louis L'Amour. Oh, I have never read a Louis L'Amour. They're nice and short. Is it like real violent? Um, no, it's real old style. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Kind of. Maybe I just picked a weird, like, extra violent mm-hmm. one. It could be um, at Christmas time. Yeah, snow and horses on the front. You were hoping for. I was like, this looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It uh, actually, they're they're pretty. I mean, there's violence involved, but there's not outright that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. It's it's cowboy shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just the one I picked wasn't the type of book for me. I think. I think that could probably be the truth. I mean, that's like the country for uh, no country for old men. This came up again this morning about how I won't go watch that movie. But uh, Daniel's favorite movie. I know it's an excellent book. Um, That seems like a Western. Yeah. And it's uber violent. O.M.G. Violent. (laughs) Very violent. So. Not Louis L'Amour by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe I should read some of his sometime. Like a gentler you know, if you're experience. gonna, well, I mean, it's all it's all typical Western. The men are this way, the women are that way. That's all part of that. Louis L'Amour and Zane Grey both have that same kind of mentality in their books, but they're both dead yeah. for a long time now. <laughs> so. It's kind of like the Christmas songs we were talking about earlier, yeah. that everything has its time, and some things don't transcend the times as well as other things yeah. do. So There's always new books being written and new 
art being made. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's the other thing is that when did when did these songs that are being called Christmas classics get turned into classics? Yeah. Same thing with your Western books. Which ones are classic Westerns yeah. and which ones are... Is it because Michael Blue Blay recorded it 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I do really like Michael Blue Blay, though. OMG. <laughs> that's so funny because that's one of the singers that the kids complain that he screws up the song all the time because he doesn't do it at the same time or at the same... He makes it wrong, and so they're trying to sing along. He makes it his own. See? That's not classic. <laughs> Classic Buble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the radio. So, I mean, are we committing to this, though? Hold on. Sorry. I wanted to take, tell you my side story. <laughs> oh, tell me your side story. I just didn't want to lose track of the Amish woman. So, you know the song, um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Right. That was in Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. So, the original version was sung by Judy Garland. Okay. And then um, later... Frank Sinatra recorded a version and changed the lyrics, so he changed to the hang your shining star upon the highest bow. That's the more popular version now. Right. But the other day on the radio, I heard him singing the original no. version, and I was like, hey, that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so Sinatra, now. Sinatra, and he's not doing the Sinatra version. Let's talk about this some more. He, too, is dead. He will not be singing any other versions of that song. He did enough versions of that song. <laughs> Nothing needs to worry too much about. No. So you want to do the Amish romance? Let's get it out of the way. Okay. I want it gone. I'm gonna put a one next to it okay. for me. Number one. Um. So it would be cool if we have any listeners who want to like read along with us. Absolutely. And then they could like send us a message or something and be like, "Hey, this is what I read." And <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> oh. I I don't think everybody really understands how much I don't want to read that book. I understand. <laughs> Getting Elizabeth to read a romance novel is like pulling teeth. And you just had some tooth pulled. It's probably did. easier. Stitches even. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm excited to get the new list going. I've been without a list for months and months. <laughs> you don't have to just. I will, though, you know. It's right. just the way it works. It's just so the way you are. It is. Can't have it hanging over my head. Think of the children. Whose children? <laughs> Any children. Just think of them. <laughs> and then uh, ask them what a book they read. And then ask them for a book recommendation. <laughs> so, so um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited for the future and this. So I have a lot of work to do now to figure out what books I'm going to read for this. Yeah, I'll be hitting the Amish shelf. Shaking my head. Because there is no Amish shelf. Maybe we can have Mark make us a display. <laughs> it's just Amish romances. <laughs> Mark is really good at displays. I like the one he put up. It's like Yule. It's um, books Yule, Yule yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Hol- holiday books Yule enjoy. He's good at the yeah. puns. He spends time on the puns. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So this isn't punny at all, but um, I did want to mention that we are forward thinking, that we are looking at programming for the future. I saw this quote that I really liked the the other day. What? Um, Is if you fall, you want to fall on your face, not your butt, which means that you want to like fall thinking like too forward rather than like, you know, backwards. Right. I just liked it. I um, censored the quote a little bit. <laughs> All for good reasons, right? <laughs> so we're thinking forward. Right. Forward thinking. <laughs> Not butward thinking. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so um, we recently received funding from Humanities Washington to have another speaker come in. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah. And so we're having a speaker coming in um, in February and you'll start to see uh, posters for that going up in January. So keep an eye out. We're hoping to his name is Clarence Morawaki and he's talking about the Japanese experience during World War Two. 
Ooh. Yeah, and beyond. Um, and he has 120 historical photographs to share, which is pretty significant. Um, and uh, we're hoping to have two more speakers through the course of the year, but we haven't scheduled those yet. Great. Right. And then June, already talking about June. June. We have a music program planned for Dorian Michael, who came last year. He was a blues player and oh, um, really I well remember. received. And then October, this is one you're really going to be excited about. <laughs> we have the Kilted Man coming back. By popular demand. By popular demand. So he'll be here October 16th, and we're looking forward to that. We're going to fill in the blanks between those months, though, so keep your eyes open. Yeah. I mean, in youth services, not to be outdone, Ooh. we have um, already <laughs> scheduled our performer for the summer reading picnic at the end of July. Summer reading is going to be so awesome. And um, J Jan Hansen, retired librarian, is going to be coming for our kickoff event Ooh. for summer reading and doing um, a puppet show, which is like her retirement uh, heart project. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. She. Uh, it's something she always wanted to do. I don't know. What do you call those? I don't know. I think there's like a phrase. <laughs> we like could make one up right 10 now. Ten percent of my days. Like, isn't there a phrase <laughs> for that? Don't you call that something? What's the book? What's the What's the word for that? What's the word for that? That's mine. Lately, is what's the word for that? Mm. There's a word. I know there is. So, um, so we have picked our first book to read for next year for the challenge. I am, I just checked out a book that I'm going to read and I have next week off. So I was thinking maybe I'd read it next week. And then I was thinking, wait, Becky's list is coming out. So you can't start the I list. I can't start my list. Until January 1st. Right. Or, you know. But I don't midnight. think, I don't think this fits. You could stay up till midnight. Just to start your reading challenge list, like send me a photo. <laughs> and it's not Happy Noon Year. <laughs> I don't think this book fits on any of your categories. What it book? is called Treating People Well. It's about civility and social skills and working with people from different points of view. Are there vampires in it? Only bloodsuckers, but probably not actual <laughs> What's it called again? Treating people well. Uh, Is that a choose-your-own-adventure style book? <laughs> Is it self-published? No. No. Well, I don't know what to tell Maybe you. Maybe it's a domestic thriller. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think... Maybe I could have Axel recommend it. <laughs> you can't cheat. Like... So the the hey, challenge Matilda, recommend this for me. The challenge is um, is for fun <laughs> to kind of stretch your reading and your knowledge of different genres to help you empathize with other people. <laughs> um, it's not for cheating at. <laughs> I almost spit that out. Maybe That's you shouldn't hilarious. be drinking coke right in front of the soundboard. They won't know. <laughs> So I have some questions for you. Are you done talking? Um, I do have one question um, oh. that we need to address. Here, I have a question. So if someone wanted to like um, ask us a question that we would address here on the podcast, how would they do that? Well, the best way to do that is probably just to email a question mm -hmm. in. And so there's an easy way to email us. You can either do mine, which is Elizabeth P, as in partridge at mylongview.com, or you can do, is yours Becky S? No, it would be Rebecca S. Rebecca S at mylongview.com. Yeah. So either one of those would work as far as just emailing a quick question in. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. And if you want us to play your voice, you can like record a little voice memo and email us that. Yeah, we could do that for sure. That'd be fun. <laughs> Oh, my eyes started twitching. Okay. Um, so my other question mm -hmm. um, for you is, do you do New Year's resolutions? No, I don't. Never have. Never? Never. Mm -mm. <laughs> do you? Yes, I so always So that was do. one of my questions. I said, what resolution will you have for 2019? 
you weren't even going to ask if I even do them. You were just going to say what one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's just the kind of person I am. I like listing things. I like theming things. Um, I like resolving to do things. <laughs> well, I don't make a resolution because I'm constantly resolving to do things. Yeah. So. Um, that's one thing. But I also kind of like enjoy that there's like a special time of year <laughs> where you just like reflect and yeah, make that's a funny. Uh-huh. So I do that New Year's and um, then always like around my birthday, which is halfway through the year. Right. So it's a good time. Yeah. So what's your resolution? Um. So my resolution for this year is I would like to do more like community service type of things that are unrelated to my job. Oh, I've got a project for you. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's a good... So I don't do resolutions, like I said, because I strive to resolve to do things all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a constant... Let's just say I'm a little bit high strung. I think that's a fair kind of... I need to be doing things all the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we we are in agreement on that. <laughs> and so I I burn through goals pretty quickly. And so I need to constantly have a goal. Mm-hmm. And so um, my goal now, in light of all of the things that we've been experiencing, is a little self-education and a little community education in regards to um, civic responsibilities and involvement. Mm-hmm. And so that's my yeah, current that's goal. Pretty similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was also thinking like, like I volunteer a lot of, um, my time to like supplement the work that I do at work. Right. right. Um, and I think it would be nice to have like a little bit more balance. Um, right. So one of the things, for me. yeah. And I think one of the things, and I agree, I think I, volunteer quite a bit of time yeah so I think that it would be nice if I'm going to be volunteering the time anyway if it were directed at a larger goal Mm -hmm. you know obviously I will give time to making everything we do awesome of course Um, but I also think that in light of the things that we've been exposed to recently I feel that I have the capability to share just a little bit more in areas that I had not seen before. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about, um, so I started, I started following some of these like young Congress people on Instagram mm-hmm. and they're pretty inspiring because they're just like going out there, doing it, learning about the process and sharing it with people. So I think that's really cool. Um, but I don't want to be like those one of those people who's like, oh, somebody should do that right. when it's totally right. something like I could do that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think what I want to do over the course of the next however long it takes is let other people feel that same kind of spark, yeah. that same kind of inspiration. And I think that comes from, number one, having a safe place for discussion. Mm-hmm. And number two, feeling that you have access to the information that you're lacking. And then number three being given the opportunity to actually say the words you want to say. And I think, you know, obviously the public library is an excellent location for that kind of thing to happen. But I also think that it's going to take more than just a little bit of programming. Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be a larger community conversation. um, And I'd like to be a part of that conversation. So that's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Me too. Which is why I need to read this book, Treating People Well <laughs> and Acting Civilly. <laughs> you know what you should do? What's up? I'm going to give you an assignment. Ooh, I love homework. Will you take, um, make up like a book That's list? That's a lie. I hate homework. <laughs> yes. I'm, uh, I will make a book list. Yeah, put it up on Beanstalk and mm-hmm. maybe we'll print some things. For? Um, just like on the topic of civic engagement sure. and like community involvement. Yeah, we can do that. It might be fun to do... I hope Daniel's listening because when I say we can do that... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniel will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daniel. Um, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe I could put together a book list. I, Well, we have, like, nonfiction, of course, too, but I think it might be interesting to, to get some fiction in there, too. Kind sure. Of, I think sure. that often is really inspiring. Sure. And I, I, I think that one of the things that I'm going to strive for is gaining a little perspective from an alternate perspective, because I obviously believe what I believe. And I know 
what that is and I know why that is. But what I don't know is the why for the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, what exactly compels a person to believe what they believe? And that would be good to know because then you're not attacking anybody for right. any kind of personal reasons because you understand where they're coming from. And and that's one of the things that I think that I've seen over the course of the, the last little bit is that um, people are doing things for reasons that I don't understand. And I don't believe they're right, what they are doing, but I would like to understand them. Yeah. So, and, and it seems as though there isn't a channel for open discussion right now. It's a one-way street. That's great. No, that's not great. We're fixing that. <laughs> well, I mean, wait, never. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. All right. So my questions for you. Okay. One of them was, what are you most looking forward to for 2019? Right. And it's not Lady Gaga. No, it is. No, I'm just saying it can't be Lady Gaga. Something other than yeah. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Why even? <laughs> Why even ask? <laughs> Why even? There is nothing but Lady Gaga. Why is there even stuff other than Lady Gaga? <laughs> So I'm going to go see Lady Gaga. Um, what else am I? Uh, I guess I'm. I'm like, it's hard. Yeah. You've got that great big thing happening and other things aren't yeah. as important. I mean, I'm excited so. to be like on that book jury I was telling you about. Right. I think that will be fun. Right. Um, I'm um, thinking about buying a new computer for home. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's Lady Gaga. <laughs> it's Lady Gaga. <laughs> That's hilarious. So um, what challenges do you see on the horizon for yourself? So um, getting to Lady Gaga. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a challenge. No, it'll be a straight I'll shot. I'll walk there. <laughs> no, this is this is what I'm facing because of these um, commitments <laughs> I've made. Um, so I'm going to be doing that book jury, which is um, it just involves reading a lot of comic books, and that's cool um, to me. Mm -hmm. But then I've also um, got other they're all reading commitments so i have all these books to read for the review group that i'm in and then i also just joined another review group so um that's fun and cool and i get to meet like new people and stuff but then it's like oh i just signed up to read like a whole bunch more books <laughs> and then right now um i just am joining the evergreen teen book award committee which is a state award and i said i'd read all those books <laughs> So it's going to be a challenge. I don't think this year's going to be hard to reach your 250 oh, no. books. I'm like, I think I have to read 200 books by like March. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Your, your new limit's going to be like a thousand oh. books a year. Anyway, so that's that's the challenge I'm facing. Mm. But it's fun. I like reading, obviously. I wouldn't sign up to do all this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? Um, challenges? Well, you know, I don't, I don't actually know. Anyway, um, so as you know, I have been quite involved in this whole process and um, of what we're doing at the library and how it's working out. And it has made me understand that I owe it to myself and to everyone around me to be more involved in something that could cause us this much stress and damage and heartache. Mm -hmm. And so I, the challenge for me for the next year is how do I educate myself while not being bitter? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is a challenge. Just like that small piece is like, right. how do I deal with like a challenge and not become like bitter or angry exactly, about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and there's, a, you know, obviously politics are politics and, and, and you have to understand that whenever you go into any kind of situation where you deal with a government entity, right? And the city library is a government entity. Mm -hmm. And so um, you are required to function under the same auspices as all other city departments. But I do feel that there has been a little bit of a um, trend lately where we live in not seeing the value where they should be seeing value. And is that 
a, a an education problem? Is that a, a visibility problem? Is that a not answering the needs of the community problem? And so then my challenge for the next year is where where did this problem evolve from? You know? Yeah. I think a lot of it is an education problem. And I've been thinking, too, about more ways that we can communicate with um, the public, mm -hmm. like everything that happens at the library because people walk in and they see you working on the desk and you know, that's like what they th think you do. Think you do. Right. And there's so much other stuff um, that we do. Right. Well, and I think that it is important for people also to understand that lots of different people use the library for lots of different reasons. Yeah, and and different just because ways. you don't use it the same way doesn't make it not valuable to the guy who does use it for those other reasons. Yeah. One of the so. things that's kind of um, speaks to that is I don't work up on um, the desks on the main floor very often because I spend most of my time downstairs. Um, and sometimes when I am up on main or in reference, people ask if I, I'm like new there. Been here for a while. <laughs> I'm like, you just don't come to the teen programs or the right, exactly, story times. Exactly. So that's why you don't right, know me. Right. And so, yeah. you know, the people who there's people that know your name and, and, have been around for the birth of your children type of thing. <laughs> and then there are people who just, you don't deal with them on their problems. And so that's, you're not part of their sphere. So, but it's there for everybody and that's what matters. Yeah. So, so that's my challenge for not just next year, but for, you know, a long time is, is have I isolated myself because of being, super dedicated to what I do. Have I unintentionally isolated like myself? Specialized. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even over specialized, but, but I assume yeah. because of all of the hard work that it's a known quantity mm -hmm. because you're hard working. <laughs> I mean, you're working all the time. And so you just kind of assume, well, if I'm working this hard, everybody must know that, uh -huh. but it's not true. If you don't tell people, Mm -hmm. and show them and ask for them to participate, they have no idea. Yep. Yeah. So that's my challenge. I think that's a bigger, uh, like, community challenge, like, in the library community. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's been just, like, 10 years since I was in library school. Right. But that's something that we were talking about back then. Right. And I don't know if anyone has better answers now. Well, and I think then. that it's community specific, too. Uh -huh. You know, I think that what needs to happen is a very large conversation on who we are as a community and what we value. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's where we are letting people down is that each department is, is dealing with a set of the community and helping that set of the community while not everybody is involved in the conversation. And it would be nice if we could have a larger conversation that identifies exactly what this community stands for. Yeah. So, so I mean, and that's a huge challenge. It's not a, a me alone challenge. Right, but and it's, it's not a, something you can just like write the answer exact, to. Well, if I could, holy, <laughs> yeah. Just read this. Exactly, we're done here. <laughs> but what I do think that as part of my challenge is that I need to be more thoroughly educated on what it means what it is how it affects things and exactly what my role needs to be in that mm -hmm. so anyway you want my last question yeah what's I'm ready. what's santa bringing you this year santa 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 <laughs> santa santa anna <laughs> um so uh, my family has always done um, like smaller Santa Claus gifts. Mm -hmm. um, so Santa usually bring like some candy oh, nice. or maybe like some music mm -hmm. or like a puzzle. Nice. Um, so I don't know. Cool. Something something fun. Nice. I think um, the Santa that served me as a child. He was really um, concerned that I have something to do from the time I woke up first thing in the morning and opened my Santa presents to the time my parents woke up and we could open all the rest of the presents. Um, so that's why it's like, here's a little game. Love, Santa. 
<laughs> don't wake yeah. anybody up. Don't wake up your parents. <laughs> this should last you four hours. Why did you get up so early? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, Santa is very, very good about um, reading yeah. the children's letters. And my kids only ask for a couple of things from Santa, and Santa is usually pretty good about getting what they've asked for, so... I don't get anything from Santa. No? No. I still do. I don't. I... I'm good. Well. Just <laughs> because <laughs> I'm a sweet angel. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I do get candy, though, so yeah. that counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very hard to buy presents for, though. Yeah, I know some people like that in my family. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like, so I think like for me getting a gift for my dad is always really hard because mm-hmm. he's the kind of person who is like, oh, that's cool. And then just like gets it for himself. Right. And doesn't save it for you to get right, for him. Right. Right. That's how I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, no, I got me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't really, I don't have a whole lot of needs. You know, pretty. If I have a cool pen, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of hope I get some, um, like, new fancy socks. Oh, well, there you go. My mom always really likes getting fancy socks, too, so that's probably what she's getting from Santa. That's hilarious. We're, we're into socks. Jennifer's into socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, it's um, when you spend, so like, my parents spend, I don't know, like, a quarter of their time living in the woods. Oh, you want good socks. You want good socks, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother I, spends about Really? Maybe more. I have one pair of, what is it, smart wool. Mm, those are good, yeah. That was a Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one pair. <laughs> it's like, oh, my good socks are dirty. <laughs> yeah, for that one time I go out in the woods a year. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, it's raining. I'm going back inside. <laughs> Call me when it's sunny. <laughs> yeah. What we're doing, you've committed that's our word of the day. Yeah. Committed to um, doing the solstice walk. I did. I, I actually am looking forward to it. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I, I'm Friends just, of Galileo. Yeah. I'm excited to see lanterns. Yeah. Reminds me of uh, Tangled. Aww. Yeah. That's Matilda's favorite, favorite movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> I think that's one of my, my favorite Disney movies for sure. Yeah. It's, so we watched, it was on, she watches it constantly, but it was on, she put it on the other day and I was sitting there eating and all of a sudden I was hearing the same songs again and she started it over. This is my 19 year old <laughs> She's not four. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm that kind of a person too. Yeah. Like, Let's just watch it again. Yeah. That's what, um. Controversial opinion, perhaps, but I when Frozen came out, uh, I was like, "Why does everybody like this movie so much? Yeah. It's not nearly as good as Tangled." Right. I think the children have that same opinion. Yeah. Yeah, especially Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any anytime she was asked, "What do you, what movie do you want to watch?" Let's watch Tangled. Matilda. <laughs> and then it was Hairspray, the new one. Uh-huh. Any musicals? Any musicals? Those are big hits at my house. Yeah. Have you guys seen um, Bride and Prejudice? Um, yes. That's good. Yeah, and um, I don't know if the kids have seen it or not. I've seen it, yeah. Well, they'd love it. I think they would. I. It's a, like a Bollywood version of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I, I do. I think that they would like it now, yeah. Have you seen the um, exercise class that's all Bollywood dancing? I would no. join that class so fast. Do they do, do they do one here in Longview? No, but oh. I saw on TV and oh. I was mesmerized. I would so join that class. Anybody who teaches classes out there, <laughs> I would join your Bollywood exercise class. That would be fun. That would be so fun doing the Bollywood dances. Elizabeth's doing it right now. You just can't see it. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Christmas. I have all next week off. That's exciting. I have a, another five-day weekend. I have one, oh, right. I heard about that. One additional day off from my regularly scheduled three days plus the holiday weekend. <laughs> That's amazing. 
I have to read like 29 books to meet my Goodreads reading challenge. Well, it's a good thing you got five days off. <laughs> Too bad Christmas is in the way. <laughs> it's not that. So you only have four days. Take, take that much money. Are you going to your parents' house? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, my parents are having an open house. Ooh. Wow. So other people are invited to just come over, I guess. Jerks. <laughs> I'm going to wear my Christmas pants all day. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. I hope you have Christmas socks to go with them. Yeah, I do. I new to... ones. Mm, I hope I... you get new ones. Oh. I just, sometimes I get Christmas stuff as Christmas gifts, and it's always kind of a weird thing. Don't you think? <laughs> you can only wear that today. Like, you're like, oh, here's this new Christmas album. And I'm like, <laughs> we could play it today. Yeah. And then not till next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the week... Like up until New Year's uh-huh. is, is okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't take my Christmas tree down until the next year. Right. <laughs> so, um, but it's always a bummer when you like get in your car to go to work the day after Christmas, which is one of the reasons I took that day off this mm-hmm. year. Um, and the radio station is just like playing regular music. Oh, that's so, such and a you're downer. like, oh, yeah. can't you just, just one more day? Right. They, they need to have transitional music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just play in the morning, and then, like, at noon, you can right. stop. <laughs> or you just, like, sprinkle a little sound clips yeah. in here and I'm there. Like, it's over all <laughs> So heartless. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then we're not back here until when? 2019. 2019. Wow. So we're here the first... Remember when... 2019 would have seemed like so long in the future. Yeah. I think that every year. (laughs) Wow. I think, have you had a pretty good 2018? Um, yeah. It's been relatively all right. Yeah. I mean, the last couple of weeks have been pretty stressful. They have been stressful and it it taints your vision for the last Right. It's like not a fun way to end the year. Right. (laughs) Exactly. But all in all, it's been fairly. yeah, Yeah. I've had a really good year. Yeah. It's been really good. I think so too. I think so too. I think. Um... Oh, hey! I got tickets to see Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, you did. Are you? Where are you? Are you in M H H? I'm not. I don't. Remember. That's my guess. Okay. So well, we're on the uh, left, facing the stage. Oh, okay. Stage right. Okay. Um, but my mom and I got tickets and we got one for her mom oh, good. for Christmas. Oh, fun. Um, cause we're like, what does Nana like? Uh-huh. She likes spending time with family. She likes Jesus. Uh-huh. She likes musical theater. Wow. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't do it better. <laughs> She'll love it. She will. Yeah. So we are in, I think I told you L. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're in orchestra halfway back. In the center? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll look for you. You're going to be stage right. You're going to be on the opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look for you, though. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. So um, we are going to. (laughs) You know, maybe we should spend more time on that part of this whole thing than other things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are going to. Well, that's a wrap for us for this year. <laughs> I'm just use like a present pun. Right. And not a book pun. Yeah, because it's Christmas. Yeah, so that's yeah. a wrap on um, your shelf. Or mine. For 2018, I am Becky. Thanks for listening. And I'm Elizabeth, and we'll see you next year. Thank you. Bye. Studio time for your shelf or mine, donated by KLOG. Cooking Country, and 101.5 The Wave. Your local stations are proud to support the Longview Public Library and your shelf or mine.